Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Greetings, this is Brad Zockel, and I appreciate the fact that we can sit here and talk about heaven and look at what the Bible says and see what God is telling us through the Holy Scriptures. And so the question today is, when I die and go to heaven and eventually end up on the new heaven, in in the new heavens and the new earth, Revelation 21.1, and as I'm with God in eternity, do I lose my identity? Do I become a disembodied spirit? Do I just become nameless, faceless? some homogenized particle of the universe. What does the Bible say? It's a great question, and it's a fear among some people. Uh, I had uh, somebody on the uh, social media, on one of the other social medias, asking me, the, uh, of the other social media, I'm sorry, correctly say that in grammar, uh, the social media, and she said, I want to know, will I lose my ethnicity? I'm very happy in my culture, and I love my people, and do I lose that? And, and I, this is a wonderful question. And let me uh, just assure you here very clearly and very quickly that, uh, yes, you absolutely will keep your identity. You will be more you in heaven than you are now. If you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul says, you right now is like a seed. You in heaven, Christian, is like a full-grown tree. I want you to think about this. Sit yourself out in the back deck and look at a tree and have a seed from that tree in your hand. Look at the difference and grasp that truth. You will be so far developed in who you really are, it's staggering. This truth in 1 Corinthians 15 still throws me. You will be so much more you in heaven than you are now. Okay, So you're, you're not a disembodied spirit, right? Okay, and now think about that. Let's just start off with this. And the young lady said, will I lose my culture? Will I lose my ethnicity? Well, no, let me give you first of all. In Revelation chapter 7 and verse 9, John says, I can't even begin to count the people who are celebrating Christ. Under the celebration of Christ, they're from different tribes, nations, tongues, people groups, races. There's no bias in heaven. The Lord is not, does not show favoritism. We read about that in Romans chapter 2. And here it emphasizes this, and I find it powerful that when we say in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 10 that all the believers will come together under Christ, all things will be brought together, that we're also including the fact that in there it's not exclusion because you're a different culture, a different skin color. It's inclusion because I rejoice the fact that there's a variety in heaven, that there are there, and we rejoice in that. I mean, what if we were all looking exactly the same and robotic, I think that would be terrifying. But Revelation 7, 9 says, no, you'll recognize their culture, you'll recognize their nationality, you'll recognize their people group. This is a real, real uh, great start in, in this study. So let me give you an idea. Jesus' resurrected body, Jesus came and he uh, has showed victory over death. And when he came back to appear to the disciples prior to his ascension, what we read about in Acts chapter 1, his ascension. In Luke chapter 24, they're stunned. They're looking at him, and he says this, look at me. Remember, you were talking about, you can feel my hands, but he says this, it is I myself. 
it is I myself. Well, what's he saying here? He's saying, you recognize my characteristics. You recognize my looks. You recognize my personality. It's I myself. What's that have to do with what we're talking about? Remember 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2. The Christian is told, we will see Jesus as he is in heaven. And, listen carefully, we will be like him. We'll be like him. And then there's one other real powerful prophecy in the scripture that enhances this. In Isaiah 66, verse 22, the promise from the Lord is that your name, believer, uh, he's talking to us, your name and your descendants will endure forever. That also tells us, somebody had asked me, Will my family members be there? Will I know my family? Well, if he's saying they're your descendants, they're coming out of your family line, then he's obviously referring to the family. And it is your name. Your name will endure forever. Do you understand? In standing for the Lord in this life, he is then giving you honor in his life, which is heavenly life, forever. You know, we talked about this, Luke chapter 12. He's going to serve you. The Lord is going to set the menu, God the Father, in Isaiah chapter 25, verse 6, laying out the best of foods. But now this, and I can imagine in the banquet and in the celebrations, he says, come up here. Your name will now be etched in eternity forever because of your faithfulness here on earth. Your name and your descendants will be forever. I told you, God is a gift-giving God. Revelation 22 and verse 12, he says, I'm coming. I'm bringing my reward with me on how you have served me on earth, Christian. All right, now listen to this. Here's something else, too. Isaiah 62 and verse 2, Revelation chapter 2 and verse 17, and Revelation 3, 12 say something else about your individuality. On top of who you are as we see you, it's enhanced because you're going to get a new name. Now you see, like Simon had his name, and then Jesus goes, I'm going to call you Peter. I have a better name for you because there's a great significance here. Well, that's the same thing I see here. You are given a new name. Isaiah 62, 2 says you are getting a new name. Revelation 2, 17, you're getting a new name. Revelation 3, 12, you are getting a new name. So as we see this, the principle I'm going to leave with you is this. You are going to be so much of you. You will be more you in heaven than you are now, but without the curse. Revelation 22, 3 says the curse is gone. Revelation 21.5 says, I make all things new. So we can imagine that power, that joy, that excitement that comes there. No, we will not be faceless, disembodied spirits. We are family. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 6 through 8 says, when we die, we're going home to God the Father. And I don't know of any good father that doesn't know the name of his kids, that doesn't treat them special, that doesn't give them a place at the table and a bed in the, in the, in the bedroom and, uh, and conversation time and loving time, and that's what we are. We're his children. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes, you will keep your personality. You will keep your individuality. You will be more you than you ever were here on earth and you'll get a new name. Those are the promises that I want you to remember. Hey, this is Brad Zockel. I appreciate so very, very much the fact that we can get together, and we are setting up uh, throughout the country different coffee shop, pop-up coffee shop times, and as you know, if you will follow 
uh, uh, us on YouTube, the YouTube channel. Uh, you can uh, put in uh, the search engine would be uh, Zulon, X-U-L-O-N, Zulon. Questions about heaven, you can go on YouTube. And uh, our TikTok, our daily TikTok uh, show, will let you know that I'm speaking in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, uh, Greer, South Carolina. I'll be at Cambridge, Maryland, and Salinas, California in the coming months. If you have a desire for me to come and be with you, let's make it happen, okay? Give me a call or write me at brad at zulon.org, and we can go from there, okay? Listen, God bless you. The greatest thing is that we have the wonderful host of heaven, the angelic host, that are pointing toward the Lord and said, he gets all glory. And I just think it's a fantastic passage. In Revelation chapter 5, they are celebrating not each other. They're celebrating this benevolent one, this Lord, the God, the Father of all lights, in whose there's no shadow of turning. He's promised you salvation. He wants to be your Father, and we can rejoice in that. It is all to the glory of God. His glory, Revelation 21, 23, actually illumines the entire new Jerusalem. There is no need of the moon or of sun. Isn't that fantastic? We give the glory to Jehovah God, and we rejoice in that. Thank you so much. God bless you. And Lord willing, we'll be talking soon on Questions About Heaven. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N dot org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.